2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9th. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-dc-leadership-meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's Vespero presentation presented by ACB Communities. This afternoon's topic is Braille Study Mode, and we have Vespero's Braille Master, Ron Miller here. My name is Brad Snyder. I'm your host, and take it away, Ron. Wow. Okay. You guys got to stop elevating my title. <laughs> hey, what um, can I say? I don't know. It's kind of scary. I'll think of something <laughs> for next time. Something much more lowly. <laughs> Braille flunky. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah. Too late now. <laughs> In fact, if I did Braille really fast, it would make me kind of a speed bump. So. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. I worked on that for a full half a second, right? <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. Now, those of you who join us often... We'll probably say, hey, we just did this like in April or something. Um, I know it was fairly recent. I, I didn't realize that this topic had been brought back around. Um, uh, we did, uh, what did we do, Kindle last time? Um, no, we no. we did uh, working remotely. Yes. Yeah, so we looked at, yeah. we looked at uh, Google. We looked at Drive. We looked at a lot of stuff. And um, we may come back around to that one. I would love us to do one on... Um, browsing the web so that will be coming and i do that on the inspiration of uh liz whitaker who is one of our awesome training department training people and she did it on clubhouse did did any of you guys hear that on clubhouse it's in my files waiting to be heard i've got oh, it but i haven't heard it yet she she sounds so much better than me anyway uh just in general she presents nicely and does a great job but i said i want to do this on on communities because not everybody's on clubhouse and i'm going to add to it flexible web because flexible web doesn't get enough airtime i think it's a neat tool if you're going to uh, uh go to web pages all the time and you want to clean them up and do some cool stuff flexible web is the tool for that um you know, you go to a web page. It say there's a, there's a newspaper page for the city you live in. You know, the uh, um, Punxsutawney Post or something. And uh, at the top of the page are all those links. I haven't been to a newspaper site in such a long time, frankly. But uh, I know when I have visited them at the top, there's always dating, rentals, apartments, cars. You know, there's all these links kind of grouped up there. And you know, with flexible web, you can you can make all of that disappear. So we're going to look at how to do that in one of our sessions coming up. Um, but there, there was a, a desire to to come back and revisit uh, Braille study mode. I'm going to show us Braille study mode and editing, and then one or two other features I think are worth looking at, just because they're cool and you can do them only from your Braille display. So that's what we're going to do, and I hope that's okay. <laughs> so, 
I am curious, do you want me to um, share my screen or just share audio? What's the, we're not. Um, whatever's good with you, probably audio is good enough. Audio it is. All right. Because the, the new setup I've got, um, my mic audio and my JAWS audio, 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 are handled the same by this, by this little mixer. So I'm going to bring this up. Full speech. Now, is that too loud? No, that's good. good. No, it's okay. good. Okay. It doesn't overpower. That's Zoe situation. or Chloe. That's my friend Zoe. Yep. Chloe's getting drinks and hanging up coats. There you go. <laughs> Good. All right. So we're going to start by looking at Braille study mode. And Braille study mode is one of those things some people say, yeah, this is great. And some people say, I don't need that. I read Braille already. And my answer, of course, is absolutely. If you're already a, a fluent Braille reader, as, as Dr. Uh, Di Francesco used to say, he, he's the guy that started the Braille Revival League. And um, I, I got to know him in the context of singing, by the way, not uh, not reading. He was uh, he was the Vista Vista the Vista College Chorale Director. Um, so I I sang under him. Anyway, he used to talk about. Um, you know, if you're a Brailster, if you're already reading Braille like that, then no, it's not as big a deal for you. But if you're learning Braille, Braille study mode can be a pretty neat tool. I'm going to go ahead and launch Word. Then let's go to our desktop. Desktop, fold, Windows 10 update, Word, 61 of 66. Opening dash Microsoft Word, document 1 dash Word, document 1, document 1, document 1 dash Word, edit. So if you haven't figured it out yet, 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 we are in document one. Okay. I, I know there wasn't enough input on that. <laughs> so the whole point of Braille study mode is to help somebody who encounters a, a symbol, uh, you know, whether it's a, a, a Braille character, a part word sign, a whole word sign, whatever. It helps you to identify what you're reading if you get stuck. Okay, and if you're learning how to read, it can make a difference. Um, if you're learning contracted Braille for the first time, if you're making the transition, here's a hint, if you're making the transition from, uh, you know, Braille American English contracted Braille, okay, which was the old BANA standard and everybody else's standard that we've been reading since, you know, Noah took an animal census in Braille way back in the day. Up until just a few years ago, if you're if you're transitioning from old contracted Braille to UEBC, you know, uh, Univers Unified English Braille Code, this is one way to help you over the rough spots. Now, surely somebody's going, "Wow, I didn't think about that," because I know for me, um, I didn't I didn't have it to use when I was transitioning across, and it would have been really cool to be reading along, especially as I was getting to know the new parentheses and braces and brackets and quotes and other stuff. Uh, and I'm like, what is that? So I can I can use UEB, uh, sorry, Braille study mode as I'm learning UEB to uh, to let me learn that kind of stuff because it'll speak the name of a single Braille character, a one cell contraction. You know, it, it'll let you do that kind of stuff, um, or you can make it spell an entire word. So if you've got a one or two cell word sign or whole word signs, you know, we're we're seeing what the symbol is. Um, it will, it will speak it and spell it for you, and we'll show you how to do that. There's two ways to use Braille study mode, okay? One of them is you can go into uh, setting center, 
and you can actually turn it on all the time. Okay, so you you go into. I'm not even going to take you through the steps, though. Okay, maybe I should. It would fill time, but we're not going to do that. And the reason I say that is is because if you go into Setting Center and you turn on Braille Study Mode, you've now lost the use. You've lost the use of your cursor routers uh, and you, for other functions that you want to do. You can use Braille Study Mode on the fly. You can invoke it whenever you want it and not lose your your other functionality but if you encounter a contracted word symbol or a part or a whole cell uh, word contraction um, and you need help you just do it on the fly okay so let's look at doing it that way because it's it's there waiting for you it springs into action when you tell it to <laughs> um, but you don't lose other functionality if we do it the way I'm going to tell you how to do it okay so what we're going to do I'm going to write a sentence the sentence will be composed of nothing but contracted Braille. So, Larry, do you remember the sentence? Sorry, I was on the phone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I should never do that to somebody. I was sleeping. That's okay. No. Do you remember the sentence we used when we did this before? It's the sentence that has nothing but contracted Braille in it? It's okay if you I, don't. I do remember this. It had, yes, I, I don't remember what the words were, but I can't remember. <laughs> but it was nothing but. Right. So, the sentence is. There. Were many people standing. E. Enter. Okay. There were many people standing around. I fat fingered the D at the end of yeah. a round, so it would have been a rance. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still a contracted word, but it's not a real word. So on the screen, if we were showing it, would be the sentence written out. There were many people standing around. On my Braille display is a sentence in which there is not a single uncontracted thing. All of these things that are showing are either uh, contractions or parts of words. And actually, I don't have a single thing in the sentence which isn't, um, it isn't a mixed word. I don't have a word that's not, you know, like, like the word apostle. It has an ST sign, but the rest of the word's spelled out. So there were many people standing around is a for real contracted sentence. Okay, as contracted as you can get it unless we wanted to use grade three. So, if I'm reading along and I, and I see, for one of something better, um, I've got a, a word and there's an ST sign and then dots one, two, three, four, six, and then an ING sign. And I just, for whatever reason, cannot figure out what that, that box open to the right, one, two, three, four, six is. I can have Braille study mode tell me what that is. So this only works, I should add, because I know the question will come up. This only works if you're using a focus Braille display. We can't map everybody's controls, so we didn't make the attempt, okay? Um, if you've got a focus Braille display of any flavor, okay, as long as it's, um, it will work with, it should work with generation three and forward. I think it even works with the ones with the whiz wheels. Um, they don't have one here to try, but we haven't changed anything in a long time. Um, you can probably press the whiz wheel and do this. But let's start with, with Generation 4, which has the nav mode buttons and the nav rockers, just so you know what I'm doing here. If I press and hold either of the nav mode buttons, that's the little round button just above the nav rocker, not the rocker bar on the front, but the rocker switch at each end of the Braille line, press and hold the nav mode button and tap the cursor router over the button that is... Uh, or over the character of interest. Okay, in this case, the one, two, three, four, six character, and then release them. And sign. Jaws says, and sign. 
okay, or A and D sign. So if this is ST sign, which I know, and then and sign and sign, and then ing, I can figure out the word is standing. Okay, so if I were to do it on the first character here, ST sign, then the next one and sign, and the next one ing sign, standing. Okay, that makes pretty good sense, I think. But what if I'm I'm looking at a a word that's can it's composed of a contraction and a part word sign. Okay, the next word over. AR sign. Dots four six. D. So it told me all of the characters. AR sign dots four six and then the letter D. But that doesn't really tell me if I don't know what, what that dots four six D is, I'm stuck. I'm knowing that's a dot four six D is kind of one of those moments. Well, yeah, I can read that on the display. Thank you very much. It's not super helpful. Okay. It just doesn't get the trick done, right? So what I need JAWS to do is to spell that word for me. Tell me, don't just tell me it's a dots four six D. Tell me what the word is. Okay. And make itself useful. So instead of holding the nav mode button down and tapping the cursor router over a specific word sign or a character. Um, I'm going to hold down one of the selector buttons. And the selector button, if you look at your Braille display, now we're looking at the front panel. Right next to the rocker bar, you will feel a button with a concave surface. Okay, concave. So it's dished in, right? It's a, it's a, I'd say a depressed circle, but it's it's not feeling bad. It just it's a hemisphere. <laughs> it's it's a it's a depression in the button. So if I hold down the selector button and I tap the cursor router over any part of this word in question, AR sign and then dots four six D, Jaws will around period A R O U N D period space. It will spell that whole string for me. Remember the sentences there were many people standing around. And so Jaws says, A-R-O-U-N-D, period, space. So it spelled everything out for me. That will work. It would have worked in standing. I can do the same thing. Hold down selector button, press a cursor router button over any part of standing, and then release them both. Standing, S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G, space. Standing. Okay. My little boy is in third grade. He's doing, or he just did spelling bee. He actually won the spelling bee for his school, which was pretty neat. And uh, every time I hear it say standing, S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G or whatever word, it reminds me of the spelling bee. Um, it doesn't quite make the rules because it's supposed to say the word, spell the word, say the word. And it's, it's not quite doing it, but it would be annoying if it did. So um, what if I'm reading along now, though, and I see I've got there, and then there's a drop G, and then... 456M, I know that's many people standing, and then we learned around just a moment ago, but what's a drop G? Okay, and again, I can press Braille study mode into action here. If I press the nav mode button and the cursor router just over that drop G, low G, tells me low G. Okay, again, not really helpful. Instead, if I press the selector button, and either selector button will do, and press the cursor router button above that low G, and then release them both. Were. W-E-R-E space. Okay, were. So, again, it, it doesn't care. Single cell word sign, two cell word signs, you know, part cell, you know, part word signs, whether they're beginning, middle, or end signs. So, we looked at O-U-N-D. Um, 
they took calm away from us. <laughs> calm and Connor gone. I'm trying to think of, of start word signs. I guess DIS is still with us, though it surprises me. Um, but anyway, point is, if you're looking at part word signs and you just can't figure out what those are anymore, um, or you haven't learned them yet, so D dots four four six E. I could force it by pressing selector button and the cursor router over that word, and it would say dance, D-A-N-C-E. So one more thing that I think is worth mentioning. We're going to do the first word, and I'm going to press the nav mode button, and I'm going to press it over each of the three characters in this word at the beginning of the sentence. Dot six. Dot five. T-H-E sign. Okay, dot six, dot five, T-H-E sign. (laughs) Now let's make it spell it. Pressing the selector button and the cursor router button. There. T-H-E-R-E space. Okay. So, again, you know it's there, but if you're learning Braille, this might be useful. But the thing that's very cool, since this there has a dot six in front of it, we know the T and the T-H-E sign is capitalized. Dot six, dot five, T-H-E sign. So, JAWS accordingly says T in a higher pitch to indicate caps, uppercase, and then H-E-R-E. So when you're invoking the Braille study mode and it's helping you to uh, identify a word by spelling it, it will indicate caps by doing the, the, the higher pitch for you. Okay. So let me take a minute and see if we've got any questions on Braille study mode. I don't have any raised hands right now. Okay. It's pretty straightforward. If anybody has a question, please feel free to go ahead and raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you press is it control? No, it's Alt Y to raise your hand on your PC. Yes, Alt Y on your PC. Uh, Option Y on a Mac. If you're joining us today on an iPhone, you'll find a More button in the lower left, lower right corner of the screen, and you'll find Raise Hands in the little menu that pops up. If you're joining us on a telephone, you can use Star Nine. Raise your hand. So. Okay. Got no takers right now. Nah, that's okay. Braille study mode, as I said, it's pretty simple. So let's look at some some text selection just real quickly here. And since we're in Word, um, let us do a couple of things here. And let's say I wanted to capitalize, oh, the word around, right? Um, There's a couple of ways I can do it. I can move the cursor to the letter that needs to be capitalized, or in this case, the AR sign. I'll press the cursor router above it. And you can't really hear anything. If I do the say current letter, A. it says A. Alpha. Because we're on top of the end alpha. Thank you very much. Because we're on the AR sign. I can even prove that by doing Braille study mode, left nav rocker, or left nav mode or right nav mode, whichever works best in the cursor router. AR sign. So we're on top of the AR sign. If I add dot six, I've just done it. And then I'll go ahead and force, let's, let's go do a backspace. Period. We've got to do a backspace because JAWS needs to see an action so it looks at what I've brailled and actually does the, uh, it adds the, uh, the capitalization. Now, you heard period because when I did a backspace, instead of moving me to the front of the word, it actually rebuilt that word and the A is now capitalized. So it popped my cursor to the period. So let me move. I'm going to press the cursor over the AR sign again. And I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to identify this, this, uh, this symbol here using Braille study mode. 
AR sign. And you notice it says AR sign now instead of just AR. Space. Let's do left arrow, which is dot three chord. Do it right arrow. A R O U N D. And it's capitalized the A. Delta. So one of the simplest ways to navigate around if you've got a Braille display is you can use your cursor router and just pull your cursor to where you need it to be. It's pretty easy. Okay. Uh, it's not real hard to do. So let me do a, let's do a spelling error. I'm going to press bottom, get to blank. the bottom of the document. Enter. And I will say, oh, goodness. Um, uh, three. Three. Oh, my, this is tough. I'm, I'm bad at doing spelling errors. <laughs> um, uh, three blue. blue. D. R. Three blue dogs. I've added an H to dogs. Hopefully that's a bad spelling and there isn't D-O-G-H somewhere. If so, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Three blue dogs. And I'm going to go to the top of my document. Top. There were many people. I'm going to uh, invoke the context menu. You can press the applications key. I'm going to press right shift and then dot two chord. Menu. Cut unavailable. Copy on. Leaving menus, paste on, menu, font on, paragraph, search quote their quote, synonym submenu, rewrite suggest, translate, leaving menus, menu, new, co- cut unavailable, uh, copy, leaving menus, uh-oh. menu, leaving menus, Did I just draw paragraph dot, I just drew a blank, it's not there, I think it's, oh, I, I'm sorry, escape, escape, so you can tell I don't use this much, escape, I tend to use the, the dialogue box, so let's press insert Z, Quick keys on. Instead, I'll press M. Doze. D-O-G-H-S. Three blue misspelled doze. Which I should have done in the first place. My apologies. I skipped a step. So if, do what I, do what I didn't do. If at first you go to the top of, top of your document. If at first you go to the top of your document. And you press insert Z to invoke quick keys. It's the step I forgot. And you press the letter M, like misspelled, JAWS will step to the first misspelled word in your document, which in this case is D O G H S, three blue does. Supposed to be dogs. And I can see on the Braille display the word is highlighted. So word is saying this is misspelled. And I am told by Eric Damery and other sighted people it puts a, a red wavy line, like somebody took the proverbial red pencil to my document and went, no, no, no. And did a little wavy under it. So now, now, let's do the applications key with right shift dot, uh, dot two chord. Menu, looking for suggestions dot 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 unavailable, leaving menus. Oh, here we go. So on my Braille display, I've got the suggestion. It says dogs similar to canines and then follows and it falls off the display. So let's go ahead and do C chord to hear this. Dogs similar to colon canines follows. Father's split button. Okay. Ah, I see. So dogs, canine, dog, the animal, or follows or bothers, as in he dogged my footsteps. You've been dogging me all day, man. Okay. Follows, bothers. So let's go ahead and take dogs. That's what I meant. Sorry about the H. Uh, I'll just press enter here. Enter. Document one dash word. Edit. Okay. My sentence now shows. Let's do C chord. Three blue dogs. Three blue. I didn't know she had an accent. (laughs) 
I got to hear that again. It almost sounded like she was from New York. Is she New York? Three blue dogs. Three three blue dogs. (laughs) 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 We we could go a long, long way from this if we were. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we better not. (laughs) I if (laughs) do do it again one more time. Okay. This is the first time I think I've ever broken up during a webinar. <laughs> Here we go. Three blue dogs. <laughs> yeah, dogs. It's not, it's not, she doesn't pronounce the other oi, the it part. It's just dogs. It's just do- dogs. Blank. Let's get to it. Dogs. Oh, now she does it perfectly word, that time. If you say it, just say the current word. Blank. Right. Oops, let's get to it. Space S G O D. Okay, we're sitting on the D. Delta. Here we go. Dogs. Dogs. Just a slight yeah. hiccup there. Yep. But if I do the whole line, three blue dogs. <laughs> dogs. <laughs> wow. And that's dogs. just that's just Zoe. That is. What happens if you change? Never mind. This is a different. We're gonna get off into yeah, the weeds. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know what you're thinking. Let's try these other voices. Yeah, right. They exactly. Say. But not like not Sagita today. or something. Yeah. How does she say it? Good luck. My favorite Tessa because she's from West Africa, which sounds like many of my Yardy friends in Jamaica. Yes, yes. All right, so off into the weeds we go. Um, so she 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 said it dogs. So we did get our spell uh, thing changed. Blank. Okay, so just a, a brief little pericope into spell checker. Um, it's something I wanted to show you because as word has progressed, progressed. As word has progressed and Microsoft has uh, made changes and improved and advanced and enhanced things, uh, they've changed the way the way spell checker works. If you if you do um, uh, F seven, so that dialog does pop, and it is there. It's busier. It's different. And some people really prefer to do misspelled words this way. I'm going to do one more of these. Okay, and enter. Um, let's say D. E S A S T E R. Disaster, right? D. Disaster. Sounds good. Disaster. Let's go to the top. Top. There were many people standing around. Here's my original sentence. And I'm going to be sure I'm still, I should still be um, with uh, quick keys on. I'm going to press the letter M. Nope, it added an M. Let me back. Let me do a, I'll do Z. Uh, control Z. And the. Undo. So the get the M out of there, and now I'm going to do insert, and then the letter Z to invoke quick keys. Quick keys on. Okay, and again you can do this from your Braille display. You can do. Oh, sorry, somebody's calling me, but they don't get me right now. You can do dots two eight. You can do dots two eight chord, and then you can press the letter Z. It's the same thing as doing it on your QWERTY keyboard. So. Quick keys off. Quick keys on. Now I can press the letter M, like misspelled. Disaster. D-E-S-A-S-T-E-R. Misspelled disaster. Disaster. Now, speech doesn't tell you you've made a mistake unless you ask it. So let's go ahead and invoke the applications menu. I'm going to press right shift dot two chord. Menu. Looking for suggestions dot 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 unavailable. Leaving menus. Here we go. And on my Braille display, it says disaster, similar to tragedy, comma, failure, comma. Let's read the whole line. I could pan and read the rest, but it's very boring. I'll let you listen to Zoe. Maybe she'll surprise us with another great pronunciation. Who knows? Disaster, similar to colon, tragedy, failure, ruin, split button. Tragedy, failure, ruin. Okay. It's a bad thing. 
but it is the correct word. So let's press enter here. Enter. Document one dash word. Edit. Okay, she doesn't say anything. It just says disaster. On my Braille display, I'll do a C chord. Disaster. Okay, and she doesn't say that in any kind of a funny way, and that's all right. I don't want to make fun of her too much. Um, you know, I won't mention that some of the others, like Allison, say other things differently, like colon. She says colon, but I wouldn't want to embarrass her. But that is one of the reasons Zoe is my preferred synthesizer for product demos and things, because she says colon uh, correctly, and now we learn dog in a funny way. So that is one way to access the spell checker. I find it really handy. Um, if we want to select some texts using the, um, the place marker, let's look at that really quickly or fairly quickly. I'm going to go back to the top of our document by pressing L chord, which is L with space. Top. There were many people standing around. And we're going to grab that whole sentence right there. So let's be sure I can look at my Braille display and I see the blinking cursor at the left end of my line. So I know I'm at the beginning. If you wanted to be sure of that, you could either press the cursor router over that spot, the first cell in the line. You could also press K chord, K with space, home, which is the same as the home key. So let's drop a place marker here. And you drop a place marker out of spot by pressing control, windows, K. For place mark er, right? Control Windows K. Marked place is not valid at beginning of document. Fine. Okay. You know, I don't know why they haven't fixed that. So I'm going to go to the end of the line, see if it'll let me do it there. I'm going to press the end command. End blank. There's more than one way to, uh, I don't want to say skin a cat. I, I can do that. You realize that has nothing to do with real cats, right? Skinning a cat is a thing you do on, on bars where you, you, sit on the bar and roll over backwards and your feet come through your hands and you do kind of a weird backflip. Um, I always find them scary, but once I work up the courage to do them, it's kind of cool. But there is more than one way to skin a cat. I digress. And um, the way would be to move my cursor to the end of this line, and then I'll set my place marker with Control Windows K. Here we go. Save document before marking place. Oh, you're killing me today. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Larry and company. Let me press uh, F12. Save as dialogue. And we'll call this ACB. ACB. Demo. And I'm just going to press enter here. Demo. Enter. Edit. All right. Now I've saved my document. My cursor is at the end of the line, ready to put a place marker there or a mark. And I'm going to drop this mark finally by pressing Control Windows K. Marking place. Woohoo. Now I'm going to press home. Remember that's K chord. Home. T. Tango. T. Tango for the word there. Now let's go ahead and select from our current cursor position to the mark. Now this will work if you select giant blocks of text, little blocks of text, two or three words. It is beautiful because you do not have to hold down the shift key and press down arrow, down arrow, down arrow, or control left arrow, or control right arrow to select by line or to select by word, or even um, instead of control shift left or right arrow, you could even just do shift left arrow or right arrow to select by character. But instead of doing that, you simply put your place marker in the spot you want to begin, if you will, by pressing control windows K, then move your cursor to the other end of the passage or block of text that you want to, to
to select, which is what we've done, and I'm going to press insert space. Space. And you hear the little pip-pop noise, followed by the letter M, which is select to mark. Selecting between mark place and current position. And now, on the Braille display, I see highlighted there were many people standing around dot seven and eight show up to show me that it's underlined or or highlighted so it is selected and if i press left shift c it will copy the text copied if i press left shift x it will cut the text cut ah you heard the cut sound did you see a pattern there left shift when you're using windows and your focus braille display like this it becomes one of your best friends because you don't have to do Control-C, Control-X, Control-V, all that stuff. Just hold the, the left shift down with your thumb. That's what I use anyways. And then your fingers are free to, to room about the keyboard, and you can, you can do these, these commands. So let's go to the bottom of the document now with dots 4, 5, 6 chord. It's the opposite of an L chord. Bottom. Disaster. Disaster. And I'm going to press Enter one time. Enter. To make Disaster. A new line. Yeah, yeah, I know. To make a new line. And then I'm going to paste. So left shift V, like the paste. Ready? Pasted. And it's there. So let me go back to the top of the document with L chord. Top blank. Blank line. Oh, there used to be a line there. But now it's just an empty spot. Blank. Another one. Three blue dogs. <laughs> blank. Disaster. There were many people standing around. Okay. And there's my pasted sentence, right? So. When you want to set a mark, all you do is do Control-Windows-K, move your cursor wherever you want it to be, and then you'll press Insert Space, followed by the letter M for Select to Mark or Select Between Cursor and Mark. And it will, it will select all of that stuff for you, and then you can do what, with it what you will. Uh, a word of warning, okay? If you don't do a lot of this kind of thing, once you've made a selection like this, don't undeniably, unalterably, unequivocally do not press another key. Don't press a space or another letter or a backspace or an enter because if you do, all of your selected text will be replaced by whatever it is you touched. I have selected text, big blocks of text that I was working on in a document and I was going to cut them. And I thought, okay, this block of text would go better somewhere else on this page. So I would cut it. And I've had something happen where I've taken my hands off the keyboard and I've reached back and accidentally touched a space or a letter or, or, or whatever. I touched something and it inserted that character or thing or backspaced and made stuff disappear. And all of my text went away. That was a very sad thing. <laughs> so just know that once you've selected text, it's, it's sitting there waiting and Word is going to, you know, cut it, copy it replace it with something um it is it is prime for hopefully not disaster with an eye um it's ready to be used but just remember that once you select something you can always press uh control z to bring it back so for example if i wanted to do control z undo it undoes what i did okay so that's available to you <clears throat> excuse me Let's talk about a few more things that I want you to know about. Um, looking down at my notes here, I got ahead of myself. <laughs> um, 
There's a lot of other things. Remember I said that left shift can be a really good friend to you. And that's true because left shift will do a lot of stuff um, that that you could do by pressing control plus something. Um, a lot of the commands that are available to you, specifically now in Microsoft Word, um, you can do really quickly uh, simply by holding down left shift and doing the rest of the command. So, for example, let me go to the bottom here. I won't, not that it really matters, but if I wanted to to write my next uh, series of words with an underline, if I press left shift U. On. Okay, underline. It, speech says on. My Braille display says underline on. Okay, and that's a toggle. If I press left shift U. Off. It turns it off. Left shift B. On. Okay, bold on. If I want to center text, okay, which is normally control E, I can just do left shift E. Aligned left. Okay. Um, if I do R, control, uh, sorry, left shift R. Aligned left. Oh, come on. Are you going to do that to me? I guess it will. And then. Nothing selected. Oh, fine. <laughs> Aligned left. Well, this is quite a deal. Quick keys on. Okay. Quick keys on. Well, normally I, I did alignment commands like that, and it's not right this second. And I'm not sure what the problem is. Centered. There we go. So like control E will center it. I want to, of course, left align. Aligned left. And right align, those kind of things. Now, just so you know, double check me on this, because right this second, it's not acting the way it did when I rehearsed this, which is always fun. Um, in, if you go to our website, freedomscientific.com. You open up the navigation menu and you'll see uh, under support, you'll see documentation. And in the documentation for the focus braille display, one of the files you'll see is uh, 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 JAWS braille commands. Let me refer you to that. If you've never taken the time to look at it, I know it's, it's not like exciting reading, but it is really useful reading because it has every single Braille command you can issue with a focus Braille display. And they're broken up into useful sections. They're in, in tables, and they're broken up into Windows-specific commands, JAWS-specific commands, general commands, commands you can use in Word. And they're all commands that can be issued from the Braille keyboard and the controls of the focus Braille display. So check that out if you haven't done it. I get emails and phone calls from people who want to know how to do a command, and then they say, well, how do you know this? And it's I, I tell them. I don't have them all memorized. There's too many. Um, many years ago, I talked to a VI teacher who was, who was taking this list, and this was back in, oh, it had to be JAWS 12 or 13, so quite some time ago. And she was brailing, or, uh, brailing them for students and, and printing them for herself. And... At that time, that list came up to 11 print pages. Now, I don't know what point size she was using or anything like that, but 11 print pages of commands is not something I'm up to memorizing. Can't do it. So I always look this stuff up if I need some esoteric command. So remember, go after that um, if you need it. It it is worth your time. Um, It is worth looking up. Let's talk about about a a command that I want to show you Two more things <laughs> that are fairly new features, and I really think they're worthwhile. Um, one of them is if you're using languages, okay, uh, you can configure your Braille language uh, auto detection. You can make that turn on. So if you want JAWS to automatically switch to the appropriate Braille language when you're reading or entering text, um, 
there's some steps you can do. I'm going to walk through them with you. Uh, and they're, they're, if you don't ever listen in a different language or use JAWS in a different language, you're not going to care. But if you're in a document, you'll say you're in a Word document and JAWS auto-detects the language and changes the JAWS speech. If you, you know, or, well, or better, if you change the keyboard language, I guess most appropriate, um, you're going to write something in French or Spanish or something. So you change your keyboard to French or Spanish or whatever. If you want your Braille keyboard, if you will, your Braille table to change with you so you can have Braille in that language and you can, you can write in that language. Um, let's, let's do this real quickly together. Speech mute. Oops, sorry. Full speed. There we go. So you're going, the first thing you're going to do is press insert six to get to the jaw setting center. And this is six on the number row, not on the keypad. Word dash jaws setting center dialog. Search box edit. Control plus E. Okay, if you've never been here before, this is where really cool stuff happens. You heard Jaws say Word setting center. So right now, Jaws detects and knows that we're in Word, so the changes that we would make if I start changing things would only apply to Word. But I want this to apply globally across the board to everything I do. So I'm going to press Control Shift D like Delta or like default. JAWS settings center dash default left parental applications right paren. Okay, so that's good because now it will uh, it'll affect everything. It's global. These changes are making. So I'm going to type the word profiles. P R O F I L E S. Here we go. Profiles. Language profiles. Uh-huh. Search box edit profiles. So it says language profiles. Okay. So I'm going to press spacebar. Space. Language profiles dot dot dot. One of one search results. And I'm going to arrow down. One search results list box. Language profiles dot dot dot. Translation general braille. Okay. So... I'm looking for Braille input language. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Let me get over here. Read only edit. Nope. For one search results list general page. Translation language go. profiles dot 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 button. Got five Alt fingers plus down F. Here. If you press F6, you can move through Braille here. mode combo box. Structured. Panning user pan bottom. Oops, Automatic sorry. panning pan text by paragraph check. The problem is I'm using, I just fat fingered this. Panning auto pan mode combo. Panning auto advance panning. Bra- all we- back where you need to be here. Sorry. One search results list box. Language profiles dot dot dot. Space. Language Profiles Dialog, select Preferred Braille Profiles, List Box English-United States Left Paren Primary Right Paren that Check, is <laughs> 31 of 68. That is what I meant to do, sorry. Okay. Estonian-Estonian, so English-United States Left Paren Primary and Right Paren what Check, I can do 31 of 68. Is I can check my, um, my language, my keyboard language link. So let me get to my appropriate language. Um, and it will be what's for my act, my currently active keyboard. Okay, so if I switch the keyboard language to Spanish, um, it would let me do that. 
Okay. Oh, I'm seeing I'm taking a lot of time on this. Um, what I'm going to do, once I select my appropriate language, I'm going to talk you through the steps. Okay. So it'll match my current language in a document or a page once I've made that, that selection. Okay. Um, I can make my selection, check the box I want. I would tab to OK and press spacebar on OK. Okay. Um, I didn't mean to, to truncate like that, but I, I'm getting long. <laughs> so I don't want to do that to you. Um, one more thing I do want to show you, and we've talked about this before, is, is very simple. I'm just going to, again, tell you how to do this. If JAWS gives you a system message, if you're in Zoom, for example, and you get a Zoom message, somebody has entered, somebody's left, somebody's asked a question, and in a lot of other contexts as well. Uh, if it went by real fast, you heard it, it came up as a flash message, then it went away, and you want to hear what it says again, you can press right shift plus the letter N. You are in the web and are hosted by percent %S with percent %D panelists. Your audio is muted. Your video is off. The web and R is being recorded. So that's the last system message I got. Now, a little vague, presented by... Okay, with other people here, it didn't give names. That was kind of a weird message. But that's the last message I received that Jaws saw go by. It was a Zoom message, um, and it was about what I'm in. You heard it go past. It also shows up on the Braille display again. So if something like that pops, if a message like that pops, remember, right shift N, right shift N to get you there. Okay, so that one is worth looking at. Speech mute. See if I can squeeze one more in here I really want you to know about if I can get there quickly enough. There we go. So I'm going to go to a mailbox real quick. There's an email. Full speech. Group by colon collapsed colon conversation colon mission manager dash event reminder dash expanded okay, so here's colon. A, here's a Group. reminder from my cert team. Unread. Ron Miller. I'm going to open that up. And I forwarded this to myself on Enter. person. On purpose. Read only. Let's go. Not on person, on purpose. If you've read through forwarded messages. Blank. Hi. Here's the forwarded email message about the comms meeting. Blank. Best regards. Blank. Ron Miller. N6MSA. Safety I Harbor. Know, to myself. Made Skype. Blank. Dash, dash, dash. So you've blank. got all of this stuff, and you want to get to the actual meat of the message, Caution. which isn't me saying hi, and this is an external message. So if you want to skip past all that header information, you can tap one of your nav mode buttons above a nav rocker, Okay, either the left one or the right one at the ends of the Braille line. Remember, you can set them independently. I'm going to tap the right one. Lines. And you could use the left one if you wanted to. Sentences. And again. Paragraphs. And again. Display panning. Message. Message. What that means now is, I'm at the top of my message. I, I bounce back up there on purpose to the top of the message. I have the nav rocker set to message. If I press it down one time, click it down. Notifications on Thursday, March 3rd. 2022, 12.46 p.m., Ronald. It's taken me to the top of the actual forwarded message. Let me arrow down. Blank. And again. This is a reminder of a team event. The details are as follows, colon. Okay, and we would go down through that. Now, this is where this is cool. It passed over all the header info. If you've ever received a forwarded message and whoever forwarded it left all of the of the two and the, the CC fields all filled up with 17 billion emails from people, and you have to go past that one and this one and that one and this one and the next one to finally get to the meat of the message, if you tap that nav mode button and set 
your nav rocker to mail, you can usually jump over all of that header information and get right to the beginning of the message. So if it's a forwarded message like I did, it's really cool because you can jump over it. It's even it's even more useful if you're looking at a message and you want to read back through the thread of the message and there's it's a long thread. So what I used to do was close the message, arrow down to the first message in the thread, and then open it and then start reading, closing a message, go to the next message, etc., etc. Well, now you can set your nav rocker, <clears throat> excuse me, you can set your nav rocker to mail that setting, and you can just click down through the messages in the thread. Or you can hold it down and let it go and move down there really quickly. And you can read them in order or you can read them in reverse order. So again, once you're in the body of the message, if you know there's other messages in this thread, if it's a forwarded message or the response and there's a lot, lots of messages, um, you can set your nav rocker using the nav mode button to mail and click down through it. So that's the last thing I wanted to show you. Um, if there's enough requests and people want to see it, we can revisit um, setting your, your preferred Braille language. Um, so it'll detect and follow your keyboard. I know I, I truncated that, but I really wanted to touch the other two. And we can always revisit that. You guys can let Larry know. And um, I'll, I'll come back to it if you want. So I looked at that. We've gone down through. Wrapping to top. top. Oh, that's the other thing is if you're, in, if you're using the, the mail setting on your, on your nav rocker, um, it will wrap. So as you're going down, down, down through the threads, we've only got one message, but I can still show you. You heard it say wrapping to top. Notifications on Thursday, March 3rd, 2022, wrapping to top. And wrapping top. to top, right? Escape. Ron Miller. Yeah. Group so by colon. That's how that word, I only sent my, that's how that works. I only sent myself one message um, because it was kind of worthwhile and worth doing. Well, failing any questions, we're about six minutes early, guys, but that was my notes for today. Next time, uh, I'm hoping we'll talk about navigating the web unless um, it's decided we want to do something different. And I hope that's of interest to people when we come around to it. So we'll look at some basic web navigation and uh, spend a little bit of time playing with flexible web. Okay, well, thank you, Ron. And thank you to everyone who joined us today. I guess we'll see Absolutely. you next time. Yep. Would you like, uh, I know you included Larry. Do we want to, uh, do you want contact info spoken as well? Sure. As sure. In the notes? Absolutely. Okay. So if somebody does have questions, something pops into your brain at two in the morning. Oh, I should have asked this. You can send me an email, send it to R Miller. That's R M I L L E R R Miller at Vispero V I S P E R O Vispero.com. So R Miller at Vispero.com. The other thing I would urge you to do since I've got time to do it is go to our training pages, uh, freedomscientific.com. I believe it's slash training. And there is a, a huge amount of information there on a lot of different subjects. Um, our training department has been working like crazy to add stuff. Um, there's a section specifically for VI teachers. And if you want to get around the technology because you're training it to your students. There are uh, things you can look up and stuff you can learn. There are webinars. All of our webinars that we've done in, oh, golly, it must be the last three years or more, are available on demand. You can download them as a full webinar and, and listen to them there. Or you can just download the MP3s so you can listen to the audio on your player of choice. And um, a lot of them have accompanying files uh html files which have notes and further information and you know links to stuff that you can look up that that are relevant to the topic being covered so check out our uh, our training page it's full of all kinds of great stuff 
feel free to drop me a note if you've got a question. And I'll see you the next time it's my chance to be here.